Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome to the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7088 after 7. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Gang all here tonight, Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window, screening your calls, Low T Chuck. Low T. We're only with uh, you for an hour at 8 p.m. It's going to be Georgia Bulldog basketball taking on uh, Vandy. And I thought I knew what I was going to talk about today, but I just got confirmation of a story that Longoria told me before the show, uh, this is, I don't even know what to say. I'm just going to read the headline. This is from TMZ, who actually has turned out to be a pretty decent source of breaking news oh, yeah. in the last couple, you know, it used to be a joke, but this is the headline on Twitter. Richard Pryor's widow, so Richard Pryor, we know who he is, mm-hmm. one of the greatest stand-up comedians of all time. His widow means... His his wife he died so this is his widow so we're we're good right now Richard Pryor's widow <laughs> so far so, so good. far so good you're following me right confirms you know what confirms means like she verifies verifies it good job Chuck he Richard Pryor Richard Pryor's widow confirms he Richard Pryor slept with we know what generally that that means we don't have to you know yes yeah we nookie yes. Coitus, adult relations. the the last The last two words of this headline <laughs> is now. What now? If I read punch. you that headline, you're <laughs> thinking, "All right, uh, Richard Pryor's widow confirms he slept with uh, Goldie Hawn right. or Marilyn Liza Minnelli or some someone of that ilk in the '70s." You Richard know, like. <laughs> well, Liza Minnelli. Yeah. Goldie Hawn, um, Faye Dunaway, or you're playing seventy five thousand dollars. Mariel Hemingway, like these if, like if, people if, he didn't sleep with. Yeah, if I had to, if this was you know match game, and I was you know Richard Pryor's widow confirms he slept with blank. Those are my guesses. I'm going Goldie Hawn number one. I don't know why, but I'm thinking Goldie Hawn's my number one guess. Nancy Reagan, Liza, no, <laughs> Liza Minnelli's number That's two. My answer for everything. Um, Nancy Reagan, Nancy Sinatra. Reagan. I would have okay, gone. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. The rest <laughs> of the headline is Richard Pryor's widow confirms he slept with Marlon Brando. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that. Yeah, I don't either. When Chuck told me that, I was like, "What?" <laughs> That's why I said I saw that and I thought it was a joke at first. I was like, well, it's on TMZ and, and yeah, it's from her. Joke. It's got a quote from her, although you can't read most of the quotes. Yeah, yeah. Marlon Brando and Richard Pryor. Yeah. How about that? 
But then I'm also wondering if Quincy Jones is just because this is confirming a rumor from Quincy from Quin- Jones. Yeah, Quincy Jones opened up about a whole bunch yes. of stuff yes. yesterday or but the day before. But Pryor's widow confirmed. Jennifer uh, Pryor, his widow, confirmed that um, that Brando. Uh, How do you tell your wife that? Hey, hey you know, by the way, last night we kind of got a little messed up. And wait, was it good-looking Brando <laughs> from the '60s or was it fat Brando <laughs> from the '80s? I don't know. Because that yeah, might that, make a difference. That makes wow. a difference. What a headline! What? Yeah, the that was a that was a shocker. Wow. I guess I could understand if he was the old, you know the younger version. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I mean, you know, good-looking Brando from Othello, sure. I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> I don't know. I love I love Richard Pryor and I love Marlon Brando. So whatever makes them happy. That that's not a headline I expected to see. No. <laughs> Nobody expected prepping to see. the uh, Mark Aram show. All right, here's what we are going to talk about. We only have an hour, so let's get to it. The uh, the UGA recruiting class. We're going to talk about that. The number one recruiting class in the country today. Some amazing stuff. We'll play some uh, stuff from Kirby Smart. Uh, but you guys don't remember. Because you're you're newer to the area, but it used to be you could not buy uh, liquor on Sundays in Georgia. Right, right. that was that's how it is like in at Texas. All? At all, at all, period. And that's the way I grew up in Connecticut. Same way. What? Yeah, you move. I know it's it's great. You could are... buy beer, but you couldn't buy alcohol, right? Nothing. Oh, you couldn't buy anything. Nothing. See, in Texas, you could at least buy beer. That's insane. on Sunday, but it had to be after noon or something. Nothing. like Nothing. Sunday, dry Sunday. The Sabbath mm. day was dry until recently. Um, and and that that took a long time to get passed, and and with the new blue laws, and I had Chuck say, I said Chuck, uh, <laughs> check out Georgia's blue laws, the current blue. And he's like, what the hell's a blue he law? He thought you I were saying li- booze laws. He yeah. goes, is he saying booze laws? Blue <laughs> law. I don't know why they're called blue laws, but yeah, that's what they are. That. I don't know. Um, but we had a change, and Georgia's current blue laws are what now, Chuck? What? So for packaged beer and wine can be sold except between eleven forty-five p.m. on Saturday. And 12.30 p.m. on Sunday. That's it. So that's the only thing. It's the only time that you can't buy it. Now, what about in restaurants? I can't find where it has makes. Right. I haven't found Good the distinction. I haven't found. <laughs> you didn't ask for the distinction <laughs> yet. Let's, 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 laws let's are, bring Buford back. Anyway, yes, Buford would have nailed it. So here's the deal. In yeah, restaurants, sure uh, so like you take your, 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 your wives to brunch on a Sunday. Okay. You can't get a mimosa until 12.30 p.m. So let's say you have a brunch reservation at 11 a.m. at Rays on the River. Why is Jim Basile calling me? Good plug. On the air. I'm on the air, Jim Basile. Stop calling me. <laughs> um, you go to Rays on the River for brunch. Great brunch there. You have an 11 a.m. reservation. Your wife just gave birth. She wants a mimosa. Longoria's wife is sick of, of looking at Longoria. She wants a Bloody Mary. <laughs> you have to wait until 1230. Oh, wow. In order to get said drinks with the current blue laws in the state of Georgia. Um, but there is a bill in the House now, in the State House, that uh, would change that and would allow restaurants to start serving booze at 11 a.m. on Sunday instead of 12.30, but not at grocery stores. So grocery stores, package stores, liquor stores, you still have to wait till 12.30. But it's so stupid. I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. It's we're adults you know there there shouldn't be any times where you can't buy liquor it's or or beer it's it's kind of absurd you can move to north dakota you can get it anytime and they have drive-through liquor stores yeah i'm, I'm never a fan of those they have them in florida too yeah they have them in texas those are the best. not only that if you go those to florida not only are they have drive-through liquor stores which i guess you're in a hurry blah 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 yeah. but they will if you go to florida and say i want uh a fifth of of jack daniels and a cup of ice 
They'll give you the cup yep. of ice. The, at the <laughs> liquor store I used to work for, we used to sell setups. What was in a setup? A setup, a cup of ice and a soda and a pint. To someone of, driving. A pint or a half pint of that's alcohol. Whatever. That's that. See, yeah. that, that's just <laughs> we would sell it. We'd, asking it, for trouble. Yeah. But, I, but seriously, uh, the libertarian to me is like, there should be no time where you can't buy alcohol. And this has happened to me, and I'm not a huge drinker. I'm not. I, I drink rarely, and rarely do I drink with food. Like, if I go out to dinner with you guys, I'll have a drink before dinner. But once my food gets there, I'm not drinking alcohol with it. I don't know why. I just, I don't like the mixing food and booze together. But there has been uh, numerous occasions where I've gone out to brunch with people. And if if, if it's before 1230, you know, a lot of people at the table want mimosas or Bloody Marys or a gin and tonic or whatever people drink at brunches. And you can't get it. Uh, before twelve thirty, which is is kind of absurd, like it literally at twelve twenty, you, you the waiter's like, nah, I can, can't get you a drink yet. <laughs> you <laughs> Ten know? more minutes. What happens at twelve thirty? What's different at twelve thirty than at eleven a.m.? Is that when like the last church service gets out, Chuck? I guess. Oh yeah, it's probably a church thing. It well, well definitely, definitely is. is. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's the Sabbath day, keep it holy. But I mean that's ridiculous. When I first yeah. moved down here, I I literally was stunned because I tried to buy beer on a uh, football Sunday. I strolled in at 10 o'clock in the morning. Games start later here than what I'm yeah. used to. Grabbed a case and went to the guy, and the guy just laughed because I can't sell that to you. I was like, what the hell? I'm 21. He goes, no, it's not 1230. I'm like, 1230? I got to wait two and a half hours? Yeah. 30 minutes before kickoff. Yeah. Can't do that. We used to in Connecticut, so Sundays, it was Connecticut was really bad. It was 8 p.m., what? Monday through Saturday, liquors. I mean, you go to bars and restaurants yeah. and still, but package stores, eight p.m. That ours was, was that ours, was it. Ours was nine p.m. in Texas. Was it? No. So what we used to do? So I lived. You should move to Montana. Where, where I grew up, it was about twenty minutes from the New York border, twenty minutes from the Massachusetts border. So if if you wanted beer after eight p.m., you had to drive. You had to drive to New York and go to the the liquor store in Amenia, New York. And, two, and two a.m. to six a.m. Yeah, but we'd have to like bribe people to drive because no one wants you know. <laughs> yeah, no one wants to drive yeah. all the way up there. It's like, come on, Solano, we'll give you twenty dollars and a setup and a setup and a setup, <laughs> and you'll go get it. But I mean, it's it's just it's kind of ludicrous now. I, I would think uh, your your general thoughts on that. Um, the revised brunch bill is what it's. Uh, this is actually him impacting me because I love brunch. I love going to brunch, and I'm not a big mimosa or I'll have a Bloody Mary once in a while. But usually, the people I go with. Want to have a drink? Yeah, yeah. At brunch, do you are you a, a brunch drinker? No, not really. I'm not even. I mean, I like brunch food. Yes, but, I do but, like. But I, I like brunch food too. But I don't like going to. I, I think I've maybe been to one brunch in my whole life. Really? Yeah. We got to go to it. We got to go to a brunch. Raising the River is a good brunch. My favorite brunch. I don't think it uh, is in existence anymore. It's it was at the Ritz Carlton in Buckhead, nice. which is now no longer the Ritz Carlton mm. in Bucket. So I don't have the brunch there. But it was like sixty five dollars, maybe even more. Which is a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. But it was like good stuff. Oh my god, huge shrimp cocktail and oysters and caviar and I mean it was the the best brunch I've ever been to in my life. I remember taking Captain Herb there um, and his wife for like a little thank you, mm-hmm. and we go to the Ritz Carlton for brunch. And I think it was it was either sixty five dollars a head or or eighty five plus you get unlimited mimosas. All right. So we go there, and I take Captain Herb and his wife, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to take him there. And I go up, and I get smoked salmon and shrimp 
And <laughs> I mean, I, like I'm getting my money's worth. Yeah, yeah. Prime yeah. rib. I mean, it's the greatest <laughs> brunch ever. Captain Herb goes up and he gets uh, eggs, bacon, and a biscuit. <laughs> Nice. And that was all he got. <laughs> Eggs, bacon, and a biscuit for eighty-five dollars. It was it was yeah. classic Captain Her. I mean, I've got smoked salmon and and just all the good stuff. All the good expensive stuff. <laughs> and he gets uh, bacon, eggs, and a biscuit for eighty-five dollars. Nice. All right, your thoughts on the the brunch bill that would allow us to start drinking booze at uh, eleven a.m. at restaurants on Sundays. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB Talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. What I do ain't make believe. People say I sit and travel. When it comes to being daylight, it's just me, myself, and Welcome back to the show, 724, 48 degrees on Peachtree Street, with you till 8 tonight, and then it's Bulldog Basketball against Vandy tomorrow. I'm on 5 to 7 p.m. in for Erickson. Bobby's in Stockbridge. Bobby, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how you doing, Mark? What's going on, Bobby? Oh, not much. Yeah, I've been in the restaurant industry forever and ever, dude. I started working in the restaurants back in the late 70s. Uh, I remember when Clayton County, I worked in Clayton County in the late 80s, um, no liquor whatsoever they only served beer and wine and all employees everyone had to be out of the building by 10 40 excuse me 11 45 on saturday night so that was a wonderful thing i loved working in clayton county in the late 80s so if you own a bar in clayton county you had to close at 11 45 or just no, restaurants you had to be you had to close at 11 and everyone had to be out of the <laughs> building including employees by 11 45 that's crazy yeah, it was wonderful. Actually, I loved it. Well, as a worker, but not as a as a patron. Like, geez, Louise. Well, check check out one. I mean, I'm so out of the loop now. When do bars have to close in Atlanta now, Chuck? Is it two or three? Check on that for me. Troy's in Lawrenceville. Troy, welcome to the program. Hey, Mark, how you doing? What's up, brother? Uh, I was just going to tell you a, a blue law shock. I grew up in Colorado, where you could still buy beer at age 18. Mm-hmm. I joined the Navy, got to Virginia. Not only could you not buy beer, but no stores were open on Sundays either. The only thing that opened were restaurants and movie theaters. Yeah, that's the way it was in Connecticut. No liquor stores open, and you couldn't buy uh, beer at a grocery store on a Sunday either. Absolutely. It was yeah. completely in shock, you know, growing up out west like that where you could do whatever. Yeah, exactly. It was just like, oh, my God, what did I do? <laughs> it it, it seems, I mean, you think about it, it seems so archaic. Yeah. Do you know what also seems archaic? Smoking in restaurants now. Like, oh, yeah. remember? Oh, yeah. Do you want smoky or non-smoking? Like, that used to be a thing. That two, used to be a thing. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. is when bars close now. Mm-hmm. That's right. when they have to stop selling booze. Not that not that I'll ever be out at 2 a.m. Uh, ever again, but uh, Ben's in Atlanta. Ben, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Yeah, hey, Mark. What up, brother? I'm doing good, man. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of in the mind that if it's a religiously-based thing, the people that want to go to church can go to church. People that want to go have a drink at 11 should, but... Right now, you can still get a drink Sunday morning. You just have to go to the Catholic or Episcopal Church. They serve wine. <laughs> well done. And I heard a pretty delicious cracker. Yeah, there you go. I've, you know, I've never. I always want to chase the communion wafer. It's not. You're not missing anything. You're not missing. I know, but it's like a bucket list thing. Can can you guys sneak me one? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Next time I go take. Communion. I got you gefilte fish. You can get me a 
communion I'll ask wafers. The priest next time. All right, excellent. Thank you. All right, talking uh, antiquated blue laws here in Georgia. That means liquor laws, Chuck. 404 872 1-800-WSB Talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Hi, this is Kevin Neal, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Boy, that is Jewish. Welcome back to the show, 737, 23 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aaron with you till 8 tonight. Then Georgia Bulldogs taking on Vanderbilt in hoops. Speaking of Bulldogs, we'll go back to the, the brunch blue laws in a second. Uh, National Signing Day today, and your Georgia Bulldogs had the number one recruiting class in the nation, including seven five-star signees, the most ever for the University of Georgia. Top five classes, Georgia, Ohio State, Texas, Penn State, Clemson. Uh, little guys, Alabama Crimson Tide, Roll Damn Tide came in sixth. Uh, Florida State 11th, Auburn 12th, uh, Florida 13th, LSU 14th, South Carolina 18th. Um, I don't see Georgia Tech on here. UGA head coach Kirby Smart on the class. Obviously, I'm excited about the class, and I know all you guys want to talk about the ranking. That really does not uh, float my boat or the staff's boat. I don't think that's what's important. What's more important is the quality of kids we were able to get. A lot of seniors leaving uh, Georgia this year. A lot of open spots on the roster. I'm excited about what they bring to our team, but they also got a lot of big shoes to fill of some great young men that just left our program. Big shoes to fill. Georgia, of course, advanced to the national championship game where they lost a heartbreaker to Alabama. They're winners. Uh, they're a tight-knit group, really unselfish. Some of these kids went and watched other kids in the state championship game. Talking about the recruiting class there, so good for the dogs. Jay Black, our sports director, will have more on that tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News. All right, Blue Laws, you can't have uh, a mimosa. Right, Chuck, have you go out to brunch with your wife? I'm forced to, yeah. What, do you drink? Like, are you a mimosa? It's or the only way I can get through it. Uh, do, you, do you do mimosas or no, Bloody Marys? I usually I usually drink beer. Yeah. I'm not a... I, I can't... They burn my stomach. It's I don't know. It's like, I'll have one mimosa, but... Yeah, like, if I have to. What like did you they, have at, the, your, uh, at your shower? There were mimosas there. Yeah, I, I had one beer. there. Yeah. Yeah, you were drinking beer while holding yeah. the baby. Yes. That was awesome. <laughs> But if I, I mean, if I'm gonna drink it at brunch, it's usually a Bloody Mary yeah. because they put stuff in it. Hmm? You know, it's like they they put in olives and a jalapeno and celery. Jalapeno. And you can get all yeah, kinds of stuff. Exactly. Sometimes they put a shrimp in there. Yep. Um, like but I just meal. think it's it's ridiculous. Hopefully, the Georgia legislator will change it, where uh, you don't have to wait till twelve thirty to get uh, a drink on Sundays. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. Jr. joins us in Ackworth. Jr. Welcome to the show. Hey, brother, what's going on? How Mark? are you, How sir? You Excellent. Hey, I'm, I'm doing well. Mark, I'm with you. I'm from Stanford, Connecticut. Um, That's the nice part of have, Connecticut. Yeah, and we would have <laughs> to go right across the border to Port Chester on Sundays or after 8 o'clock. And I'm all for changing it, man. I mean, 
what's twelve thirty? I don't get that. Yeah, there's. I, I mean, <laughs> the the background for the blue laws has to be religious reasons, right? I mean, no no alcohol on Sundays. Chuck, you got info well, some on that? no, but somebody called up earlier and said his dad had told me the reason it was called uh, blue laws is because it was a bunch of blue haired old ladies that went on a. Uh, no kidding. That, he goes, I don't know that for sure, but he goes, it's a funny story. My dad told me when I asked him why there were blue laws. Well, it's not like if you go to Israel. So in the, in the Jewish. Uh, religion. Uh, the Sabbath starts Friday night at sundown and goes till Saturday at sundown. I'm pretty sure uh, you can buy beer on a Friday night in uh, in Tel Aviv. You know, it's yeah. not like they close the, the the liquor stores down for religious reasons there. And hey, Mark, on a side note, yes, I sir. love the hip hop bumper music, man. Keep it going. I'm a big fan. Love the show. Thank you so much, JR. I appreciate it. Yeah, um, Longoria's supposed to be changing the bumper music out. I am. Are you still working on that? Um, haven't started. All right, but I will be starting. Soon. <laughs> I haven't started. <laughs> Carlos, it's just barely the New Year. Carlos, it's February already. <laughs> Carlos, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing well. Uh, listen, blue laws are regarding um, the workers who used to wear blue uniforms. Blue-collar uh, workers. Un- yeah, union workers. Okay. But that's not why I'm calling. Um, I'm calling because here in College Park, um, I go to one restaurant, Irish Red Blue uh, Bread Pub, and at 2 o'clock they close down. P.M.? P.M. or A.M.? Uh, A.M. Okay. And then you can go to Spondifits. Love Spondifits. Drink till yeah, and drink till four a.m. Really? Yeah. The divots yeah. stays open till four a.m. Four a.m. I love that yeah. place. I you ever been to Spondifits, Longoria? Never heard of it's it. Down, it's down off Virginia Avenue by the airport. Yeah, seafood right. joint. Exactly near the airport. We're gonna yeah. go down there. We're gonna get a shark platter, my friend. Oh it, man! Nice. And and they have the best pork chops in the world. Pork chops. At a yeah. seafood place? At a seafood joint? Pizza? Hmm. Really? Spondifits, yeah. Spondifits has Spondifits. chops. <laughs> All right. I'm not getting a pork chop at a seafood joint, but bless no, your heart, Carlos. Yeah. Shark platter. That. Google it. Spondivits. Okay. Turn around to your computer okay. right now. Spondivits okay. shark platter. I'm actually going to tweet a picture out of it. It's that good looking. Larry's in coming. Larry, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hey, Mark. What's up, buddy? Uh, wanted to give a little bit of a history lesson. Okay. Back in the late 70s, early 80s, Georgia had a 18-year-old drinking Drinking bar. age, yeah. And they did a uh, graduated raise to 21. I was the sucker that was born in June, so for half of a month, for three years, I was able to drink legally. No. For the other half of the year, I was not. And the liquor stores back then used to confiscate your ID and take it to the police department. Okay. The lady at the police department, after two years, just started handing me my ID back. What do you mean? Why? Well... One half of the year, I was legal to drink. The other half of the year, I wasn't. Okay. And what year was 19, that? 1981, 82, and 83. Wow. Well, it, it used to be, wasn't the national drinking age was 18 for a while. I don't think it was a state-by-state state thing, but now it's obviously 21, which is good for you and me, Russ. Did you check out the, the yeah. shark ladder? I just tweeted a picture at it. 
now I'm really Why do they call it a shark platter if it's a bunch of shrimp and crab? I have no idea. Uh, Taylor's in Lawrenceville. Taylor, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. What's going on? What's going on, T-Bone? You know, I'm kind of a young buck myself, so I was kind of curious about something, but somebody told me that it used to be as far as clubs and bars goes, that they actually used to stay open to 4 a.m. more commonly. But someone said when the Super Bowl murder thing that happened in the 90s that they really got strict on, you know, the age of, I'm sorry, the the time of which they can serve to. So I was wondering if any of y'all might have remembered a yeah. time where it well, was more lax that, up until that, that point. Uh, that Super Bowl murder killed Buckhead. I mean, literally right, killed Buckhead. Right. Buckhead that, used to be me. when I moved down here in '96. Buckhead was it was Bourbon Street North. It was crazy. Just Thursday, Friday, Saturday, just the streets would be closed. It was just a rolling party. And then uh, you know, the, I wish I would have been here for that. It was amazing. Yeah, amazing. And then the Ray Lewis murder thing happened, and it, Buckhead Party District was done. Now, it's kind of come back a little bit, but not to the level that it was. And I think they did cut down. They started no cruising laws in Buckhead, and they, they cut down the hours. But what it used to be is we'd go out to a club, say, I don't know, someplace. We'd go to Fado's in Buckhead, and then we'd go to uh, Tongue and Groove in Buckhead. And then after at 3 a.m., I guess it was, they'd close down. We'd all take a cab to Midtown and go to uh, this club called Backstreets, which was a gay club, but it, it, was, a, it, was, a, it was a weird thing. They got around the blue laws by saying they were a private club. So when you'd go there and pay the cover charge, like $20 or whatever, they'd give you a club membership, which allowed them to stay open 24 hours a day serving alcohol because oh, wow. they were a private club. Nice. Yeah. So we'd be there till 7 or 8 in the morning. Not we, but people I know. Sure. Right, um, right. Other people. But it was, so it'd be like, it was like a gay club, gay club, gay club, 4 a.m., everyone came. Really? And it was... Debauchery, <laughs> I would imagine. Because Deba- you have you have people from every bar in the city all Coming converging on this club, and uh, it was huge. It was uh, I should write a memoir about those days. It was <laughs> you should. Club the amount of stories you've said since I've been sitting here yeah. on this radio show is it was uh, debauch. I don't know how I did it. I was making eight dollars an hour. Yet I was going out. Partying all the time. Till seven in the morning. It's amazing how you can find just enough money to go out and drink, even no matter how poor you are. Yeah. It's, I look back at days yeah. when I had no money. How did I manage? I had plastic. That? Jamie Bendel from the Punch Out <laughs> reminds me. There was plastic. another club. Anytime was another twenty-four hour club. Not as not as uh, as happening as Backstreets, but um, if anyone has a Backstreet club ID card, I would love to see. I'd love to reminisce to see what they look like. You'd have to get a new card. Every time you'd go. Oh, really? Yeah, they give you a new card. You couldn't be like, I was in here last. No, yeah. no you got to get a new card. <laughs> Kathy's in Covington. Kathy, welcome to the show. Um, how you doing, guys? Excellent. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm just calling you uh, I'm Spanish and I'm Catholic. Mm-hmm. And I was very offended when you talk about the precious blood of Jesus, which is the wine yes. that we receive. And the cracker is not a cracker. It's a consecrated bread. That is made up with the, the nuns and the convents. They made that without any any uh, kind of gluten or anything. Gluten free, gluten free communion. Because Jesus says. Let me let me ask a question. I know the, the the wine represents the blood of Christ. What is the bread? The body, right? The body of Christ. When Jesus when Jesus 
established the Catholic Church. Yes. He says, this is my body, and this is my blood. Mm -hmm. If you don't eat of this bread, and you don't drink my blood, you have no life in you. Okay? Okay. You cannot go to the Catholic Church and say that you want to steal a host. I'm not. I didn't. I didn't suggest Somebody anyone stealing. They want to bring Let, you one. Can you can you buy them in a store, Kathy? Do they yes. sell them? No, you they can buy don't. Them online. Because they they a special a people made this host to be. I understand. I understand that. But but do they sell them in stores or no? They they sell it in a special Catholic Christian places. So can I go to a store and buy them in the Catholic Christian places? No. You have to have a license to be a Catholic. Catholic Why are you going to do with them? Because what happened is people misuse it. Yeah, of course. Okay, and they say that they and they do a, a black magic with it. All right, where where can I get a Catholic license? You can go. We have a uh, uh, go to the to the monastery of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Go to any Catholic church. And they'll just give me a license. No, you don't need a license. Well, I want, but I want to buy the Holy Communion, and you said no, I need it. No, you cannot buy because this is only in the Catholic Church. When the priests, they have a special blessing, a special yes. consecration. Mm -hmm. That's what the priests have the, the power of God, the Holy Spirit, yes. to make Jesus to come alive. Correct. So when we receive the host, it is not a cracket. It is not a piece of bread. We're receiving the precious blood. But if you were describing it to a blind person, how does it taste? Like the the Holy Communion, if you it has no flavor. Would you say it, it tastes like a cracker though? It does. It does. It has no flavor. The cracker or bread, nothing. Nothing. It's just a, a simple, a simple uh, like like eating eating a, a something that has no sugar, no like no, air. It's like it's eating no air. No ingredients because it is not a cracker. It is not a piece of bread. But our Lord Jesus Christ, and that when you receive that, you receive in Jesus. And you are. He's alive in the Catholic Church. When you go, that's why you have to kneel, because he's present in exactly. the Catholic Church. I, I, I've been to Catholic Church many, many times. Um, do I need to convert to Catholicism in no. order to... No. You can go and listen to the, to the Mass, the Gospel, the readings. I, I went last, last two weeks ago. I was in a Catholic Church. Good for you. Good for you. Because and, and, but let me ask you this question, Kathy. So I'm, I'm of the Jewish persuasion. Yeah, my husband too. Don't hate, don't hate me, but I don't hate. Okay, my good. Husband is Jewish. So the the priest was like, "Hey, come up and take communion." And if you're not, if you don't want communion, if you if you're not Catholic, you can come up and get a blessing. Is that exactly. all right? Exactly, perfect. So I don't need a Catholic license for that. I can, I can get a blessing even though I'm Jewish. I don't tell you that you need a, li a license to be a Catholic. Just to get the the communion. All right. Can you get those at the DMV? <laughs> I want a Catholic yes. license. Never mind to, the, the back you street. Be, you have to have first communion before you can even get communion. Never mind the back street ID. I want a, I want a Catholic license. Google I'm, that I'm for me. I'm Episcopal. I'll get you some wafers. I got tickets to give away, yay? Tickets to give away? Yeah. We'll do that when we come back. Final segment of the Mark Aram Show. Bump like acne, no doubt. I put it down, never slouch. As long as my credit can vouch, a dog couldn't catch me. Final segment of the show. Let's give away some tickets, shall we? Seventh caller to 404-741-0750 gets a family four-pack of tickets to the Big Apple Circus. Now playing through February 25th at Verizon Amphitheater. Seventh caller to 404-741-0750 gets those tickets. We went late with uh, Kathy, so real quick, Terry in Cleveland. Terry, what do you have? 
Yes, sir. I wondered, uh, I heard him talking about uh, Chester, Connecticut. Did you ever eat at the Chart House restaurant in Chester, Connecticut? Oh, man. I love the Chart House. Amazing prime rib. Let's do the start of the show. Can't get out here quick today. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? I'm going to give it to Longoria retroactively doing a good job yesterday. No one really deserved it today. Chuck kind of did, but. Sorry, Chuck. All right, Bulldog Basketball next. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram, WSB. I'm on tomorrow from 5 to 7 p.m. And for Erickson, in the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.